What it do, guys? And welcome back to the Film Rules the World podcast. I'm Frederick Ewalike. I'm Johnson Fan. And today, I'm going to start you off with a quote. With great power comes... Finish it off, finish it off. Great responsibility. Ooh, ooh. ooh. Old yeah. man, Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> man went out sad. What? He went out sad. He did. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> man just never catches a break. He doesn't. <laughs> well, we're talking about Spider-Man Far From Home, if you didn't already know, if you yeah. can catch the Spider-Man reference. The newest Spider-Man movie. The, the, the second one this year. I count Endgame as one. That counts. At the Spider-Man movie? I Sure. <laughs> what? He's in it for like 10 minutes, but he counts. I count it. It's also the second in the time span of a year, mm. because Spider-Verse came out in December. That's true, it's true. So in less than a year, this is our our third, third or Spider-Man. second Spider-Man movie. That is crazy. Yeah, they keep, they just, they just keep coming out. Spider-Boy and his yeah. webs. Also, don't forget Venom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Big Venom, man. Big Venom. How's that Sony thing coming along? Like, are they trying to collab those two? I have no idea. Wow. Anyways, <laughs> that's not important. We're, we're talking about Far From Home. It is the 23rd Marvel movie. And it's the end of Phase 3. It is, finally. It's finally over. TBT. It's finally Yeah. <laughs> Throwback to 2014. Remember when they, like, when Kevin... You know, Marvel's God, Kevin Feige. Ah, yes. Did that announcement at, like, that random theater on a Tuesday afternoon. It just dropped the wave. He was just like, here's this movie, and then this movie, and then here's every movie we're doing. I'll Remember just, that? Yeah, I was just like, wow. That's so many movies. <laughs> that, was before they, that was before they even decided to do Spider-Man movies. Apparently at Comic-Con, there's rumors that he might be doing it again in a couple of weeks. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't put it against him. I'm like, it probably will happen. People have to know. They have to know. They have to know what's going on. And this Spider-Man movie was a perfect ending to Phase 3, but also kind of a beginning to the next one. I don't think it's an ending. People have called it, like, the epilogue. Yeah. Like, it's, like, not the... Like, Endgame was the ending. Yeah. And this was, like, the little little bit at the end. I honestly feel like you're right on that. Endgame definitely was the ending, Uh because it's literally called Endgame. Endgame, yeah. And, like, what's been built up with Thanos for... 10 years yeah literally concluded in that singular movie because like the spider-man was just like a um you know in a video game like call of duty where you get like a um a new package um, a math pack or something like that like, like a dlc DLC pack, pack yeah. yeah and you just add it on and be like hmm, now it's Here, finished here's some extra stuff <laughs> Throw it on you know how like video games do annoyingly sometimes because they charge you like the same price as the game oh my God. it's like 60 bucks for the game and then it's like 60 bucks for everything else. And you're just like, I paid money already. 60 bucks for a new hat. A new hat, that's yeah. That's blue. Yeah. <laughs> but like, Spider-Man Far From Home, it had a very big responsibility. It's the Marvel game. Movie, yeah, responsibilities. Game. <laughs> <laughs> it had a lot of responsibilities. So, Spider-Man, man. Yeah. But it's the Marvel movie that had to follow Endgame. Like, Which is huge. Everybody had that hype. Like, our literally, our hype levels were blown through the roof because everything that happened, spoiler alert, Iron Man dies. And that's a big, like, like plot point in the film huge. involving Peter's character. Yeah, because think about having to live up to the character that we've been around for 10 years. 
his character Spider-Man is taking up that new mantle as he's us the front runner now yeah. even though to me Spider-Man's always been the front runner because it's Spider-Man like I, mean, I love Spider-Man I mean if you look at like Marvel Comics before the MCU it was it was mostly like the popular characters were the X-Men and Spider-Man because so he's always been a front runner I know they counted um they didn't count Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man movies but weren't those the first Marvel movies, like cinematic universe? Not that universe, of course. Marvel movies like released. I know they're by Sony, but they it was the first live action they did was Blade before. Because don't forget Blade was in the nineties. I think so. I'm not hundred percent sure on that. Blade took home the trophy then. Blade, yeah, Blade. it all started with Blade. <laughs> Blade is the the king's the king of behind this all. all of this. Yeah. Without Blade, none of this would have happened. There'd be no Black Panther. There would be no Iron Man. Gotta, gotta appreciate Blade. <laughs> Just kidding. But yep, 1998. Wow. Yeah, and I was then one. And then it was Spider Man and, and the original X Men movie. Iceman? Oh, you said Iceman or X Men? X Men. Oh. Iceman never got his own movie. He's not allowed. <laughs> Iceman a real character? Yeah. Did you not watch the X-Men movies? No. Oh, X-Men, Iceman. I was yeah. like, is there like a solo movie called Iceman that I didn't know? I think so. It's like a horror movie. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to that boy Iceman, Iceman, bro. No, that's the snowman. The the one with Michael Fassbender. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. That's something like weak superhero names. Yeah, I know. Don't remember. <laughs> but this Spider-Man but back movie. Back to Far From Home Sp- again. <laughs> Spider-Man movie was, um, it started off with, you know, the whole trend of Peter Parker going on vacation with little class. You know, that old thing they do all the time. And this superhero, Peter Parker, really thought he could go on vacation without being heroic. Yeah. He he was like, he was like, responsibility? I don't have to do that right now. He said, I just want to be a normal summer. Yeah. I was like, Endgame happened, no more responsibility. (laughs) That was it. He thought it was raps. Nah. Nah. Because then there's these, like, elemental things. Bro, like, w- the whole last airbender was in this movie. Honestly. <laughs> when they were, like, all four elements, fire. I was just like, yeah, Avatar. Avatar just going running. Yeah. And hit you with a water whip. But in this movie, um, you also course, You also have uh, this secret other superhero that shows uh, up in, a, in this man, Mysterio. Like, the anti-ish hero at first. Cause he's like, a hero. He's a hero at first, but like, I don't know, just because he's a villain, I was like, he's probably going to be an anti-hero yeah. that doesn't care about anything. That, that's the funny thing about, like, these movies. Like, remember when Winter Soldier, they did the trailer for Winter Soldier and everything? They were like, who's the Winter Soldier? Who's this bad guy? And, like, comic nerds are like, he's a good guy. He's Bucky. Like, we know. And this one, they were like, look, it's Mysterio. He's a good guy. And we're all like, no, no he's a villain. He's we definitely a villain. We, we all know. Like, I, I'm i glad they went with the comic book accurate Mysterio. No, they didn't. Like, comic Oh, comics costume-wise. Yeah, com- okay. costume-wise and also, like, making him, like, um, a trickster. Because yeah. I really was hoping they didn't do the whole he actually had powers thing. And, like, he, that would have been, yeah, that would have been weird. That would have been weird because, like, in the comics, he's always, like... He was like an actor or a theater guy who liked special effects. Yeah. And that's what he used. But I'm glad they used the more like, you know, in the now of where the universe is at kind of reasoning. Tony Stark technology. It's the only explanation that really made sense. Because like, I doubt S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that would get tricked by some CGI special effects. They did though. <laughs> no, but they this did, is though. like, 
different. It's different. This is stark it CGI. Is, it is stark. It's a next level CGI. It's stark CGI. This yeah. is like what you want real life CGI you to could, be like. This CGI could literally break stuff. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. So back to the first half of this movie, because that's because this movie's like two movies. Yeah. In my opinion, because you have like the first half, which is like the movie like starts in a weird place because one it just opens up to like Mysterio and then it's like oh cut to probably one of my favorite bits of the movie which is that uh, it's it takes place at Peter's school where they do the in memoriam <laughs> where they play is it that Whitney Houston song? Yeah. Played to like pictures of Tony and Captain America and like vision everyone that died <laughs> it's just that video. And it was just like I don't know what it was at first I was like is is this how they're doing this like memorial for them just to make fun of the characters? Then I realized, oh, it was a high school. Thing. Their high school video. I was like, oh, I was like, I thought Marvel was just like making fun, saying like, ah, here you go. Because because it was like, it was like after the um, the Marvel credits. Yeah. The opening credits. I was just like, what is this? We're like, what is this like cheaply made like video they put together? <laughs> I was like, who who rushed this and threw this in the movie? Yeah. But then you were like, oh, it's part of the thing, and so. Even had a watermark on it. That's what I was made. That was so funny. funny. It had the watermark. I was like, they didn't even like purchase these pictures. They couldn't. They didn't have the budget. But yeah, so we start off. Peter's back in high school. They explain how the snap, or in this movie, it's called the blip. But the funniest word. The blip. The blip. <laughs> not not the only funny word in this movie. The blip is hilarious. The blip is, yeah, but then we also talk about the Peter Tingle later. Because <laughs> there's that's another fun word that they brought up in this movie. But um, I found it really interesting how they, like, explained the impact of the blip had on the world. Because, like, it was like all of the students, half the students were gone. And then when we came back... We had to start the school year all over again. I was just like, oh, that sucks. I love how they did that because Endgame, all that stuff was so serious. Like, oh, people disappeared. Like, it's scary. All the other Marvel yeah. movies, it was so serious that it took the disappearance. But in this movie, when they came back, they took it to the most comedic angle. Like they really how, did. Um, the band disappeared, and then during a basketball game five they years later, back. they just came back. And it was just like, I love the comedic angle because yeah. my question after Endgame was like, how are they going to explain the people who were gone and came back? Like, you know, different angles, like um, people who are on the planes, buses, different stuff. I'm glad to come. They don't, they don't explain planes. Yeah, they don't explain any of it. That I'll, scares me. That's why I'm like, did they, is there going to be, a, do you think it could be a movie or even a short explaining, like, people who, you know, some people were in the sky on a plane, some people were on a train. They just reappeared in the sky. Yeah, like... Is there gonna be like a scary segment in some movie? Yeah, but I doubt it. They're probably gonna just move on from yeah. that. Yeah, but that's still like the scariest thing to think about. Like if you got blipped on a plane. Oh my god! And then you came back. There's no plane anymore. You're just, just in the sky. The sky. Yeah. yeah. You could say like um, Doctor Strange was looking. For he's it. just like he's just having portals open everywhere. <laughs> just like oh, catch everyone. That's a nice thought. I'm gonna think of that. Yeah. Ooh, let's let's just say Doctor Strange and um, Captain Marvel saved them. Yeah. All. And uh, I don't know who else is on Earth. Um. There's more than one magic person. Hulk jumped up high, got caught a few, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, Thor. Thor Th- Thor's got some. He threw help. his hammer. No, yeah. Thor's in space. Ah, uh-huh, yes. Remember, he dipped. He, he dipped out. He Skid went Big Lebowski and then he dipped. <laughs> Skedaddled. Um, yeah. Who else could save them? Oh, um, War Machine. 
Yeah. There's probably, he's probably working with the government being yeah. like, how do we like catch people? Because <laughs> this is a problem. Yeah, because somebody had to catch somebody. Yeah. Because that's terrifying otherwise. We're going to stick to that. That, <laughs> yeah. that people were, gonna, were getting caught. In that's the, the angle. So, you know. So no one splatted. At all. Or is that, isn't that in Drake and Josh? Remember? Splat, like when they were going skydiving? I believe so. <laughs> it's like, it's like squat, uh, leap, ah, uh, I don't know what the other one is, but the other one's, one of them's prey. <laughs> I just knew that. So like, oh, I didn't spell that right. It's like squat, prey, leap, ah, uh, and then touchdown. Uh, that, that's what it is. That's what it is. Splat, splat yeah. So with, so with the blip thing, blip, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't call it a snap because it makes sense because not everyone knew it was a snap. Yeah. So I'm only, really, only like we did. I'm really happy and, they like didn't make everybody know, oh yeah, it was a snap, oh Thanos, yeah, Thanos. Yeah. Cause not they know what Thanos is. Do they? I think so. I think he, he was, yeah, because cause remember in Endgame when, uh, when Cap was sitting in his uh, therapy circle, he was like... If Thanos wanted us gone, he would have killed us all. Mm. Remember, he said Thanos. So people are know. People know. People are aware. <laughs> they know. So they all know Big Papa Thanos. They yeah. do. They do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, everyone's blipped back. And conveniently, all the high school kids that were, were friends with Peter were all also gone. I was like, wow. I was like, the convenience. And then I also Aunt May. She was blipped. She it was, was blipped. everybody important to the story. Yeah, was blipped. Blipped. And then you have new characters come in because they were once upon a time like middle schoolers or freshmen. And now they're like 21. They're all still in high school. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm speaking about is it Brad? Brett? Brent? Whatever. Some generic B name. Yeah, he's a generic. He's, he's, he's the Asian boy in this yeah. one. Like the must The other Asian one, not, not, not Ned. Because <laughs> Ned is also back. There, what's his name? I want to know. It's like, I can't find it. Wait, where's his face? His name, I don't know. I'll call him Brad. I feel like his name's something else. But um, in real life, the actor's like 30. He's 32. Not surprised. Yeah. They got a 32 <laughs> Asian man Bro. to play this high schooler. And he's like... He looks young. Yeah, he does. Extremely young. He's, he's like the special Asian. Because there's like two types of Asians. There's like the ones that like don't age... And then they hit a certain age. They hit like 70. And then they just look gross. Or there's like people like me that just looks old all the time. I'm glad you said that. You explained your Asian because otherwise it just sounds Yeah, no, racist. yeah. That's just sounded... Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am Asian. It's a gross accent. I hope they know you're Asian. I, yeah. That was not just me being mean and racist. I'm Asian. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> if you could... If you couldn't catch from my last name, which is a very Asian last name. <laughs> Imagine them thinking like we were just two like like pasty white dudes. Yeah, pasty white dudes, and it's just like wow, he wow, said, he said that. He said gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um anyways, he's he's old now. He's he's part of the group. He's also trying to hit on MJ. So he's still a freshman? He's he's a sophomore. I'm confused. This time yeah, because, like, if it was five years and he was a freshman when they were all freshmen... He should be in college. He should definitely be in college. He should be in college. Unless he's just dumb. <laughs> I mean, he's taking pictures of people in the bathroom. He's a little dumb. Because, like, the way they seemed it, because 
whenever they the band reappeared on the basketball court and the basketball players fell and stuff, it seemed like school and stuff was still going. Their motion yeah. motion of life was still going regularly. Yeah. So he really should be in college. He really should. I don't think he should just stay in their grade. That didn't really make sense. But like, I'm glad it's not too distracting from the overall story because it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he. he he is a big part of the story. Yeah. Because for majority of this film, Peter, on top of being like a big emo boy, because, you know, Tony and yeah. all the stuff that happened, he's also really invested in MJ. He really likes her. Overly invested. Yeah, to the point where he has a plan. He has a plan to flirt with her in Europe. He has this game plan. He's gonna buy her a necklace. He's gonna give it to her. <laughs> And then things don't go the way they go. It reminded me of the plan on Sweet Life on Deck when Cody tried to get whatever her name is. Bailey? Bailey? Yeah. yeah. He said the six-month plan. He's like, oh, I planned it to the T. Like, I know every single day how to flirt 101. That's exactly what Peter reminded me of. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to get this necklace. Yeah. I studied her. I'm I studied her. Honestly. <laughs> honestly, 101. He, he, he kind of went, yeah, I really like her. She's like darkly comedic. And then, you know, she, she likes dark emo stuff. He's like, I really like her, man. I really like her, yeah. And then Ned's all like, but the European women. <laughs> That's literally all he thought about. The European women. That's all he thought about. And then you have Ame. Yeah. Who, again, it's just, she's like not a major plot in this, or a character in this series, because they just honestly treat her as the cool mom. Yeah. And then she's like, she now knows that uh, Peter Spider-Man. We established that at the end of Homecoming. Web boy. Yeah, but now she's still supportive. Yeah, she's very supportive and slightly having a thing with Happy. No, not happy. really. Slightly having. Yeah. Like a talking phase kind no, of. No, no, they dated. Oh, they, they they said summer fling. Ah. But at the end, <laughs> that's still well. That's one of my favorite parts, because it's like they don't. They, even they don't know their relationship. Like, Aunt May is like, it's a summer fling. Happy's like, we were dating. <laughs> so that's a thing. But she's being supportive. She's like, yeah, you go be Spider-Man. You know, do your thing. Do the thing. Don't forget your suit when you go to Europe. And he tried so hard to forget the suit. He really did. She put it in the suitcase. She put it, like it a fucked good him aunt. a little bit. Like a good aunt. Like a good aunt, but it fucked him a little bit. <laughs> that, 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 that airport security guard, oh, that almost, almost saw stuff. Imagine you're at TSA and you're like Superman or something. Yeah. And then like you have your folded up cape in your suitcase and then just like, just like, what is this? Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, I'm a cosplayer. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Because Superman, like, he doesn't want to fly to a different country. He just, he takes a plane. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> That's Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm just like trying to imagine like, yeah, like superheroes being like, like Wonder Woman got on a plane. But in Batman that- Superman. Can she fly? Yeah, I think so. Like, Superman fly, though. Yeah. I thought she could just jump really far. Well, she can, in the comics, fly. But in the movies, they never really established that she can fly. So it's weird. In that, um, Batman vs. Superman, I think? Yeah. Didn't she, like, fly at that, um, Doomsday? She just leapt really hard. <laughs> that was the most flying <laughs> leap I've ever seen in my yeah. life. She jumped, like, that whole football it was, game. It was like a forward leap. It wasn't just an up. It was like a... I was like, wow. Yeah. Imagine her in a long jump. Yeah. She could long jump to a different country, but she doesn't want to. (laughs) 
But freaking um, so Peter got in the plane, you know, you know, normal vacation. You know. Oh yeah, and he also has a plan on the plane. Don't forget, ah. he's trying to sit next to MJ on the plane. He tried to sit next to MJ on the plane, and his whole like idea, his whole like plan was to get his friend to like you know distract her friend so he could sit next to her. Yeah. But it turns out that they said that backfired so, so hard that Peter had a his friend said Peter had an allergy. And the teacher stood up and was like, oh, you have an allergy? <laughs> Sit next to me. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, um, what is it? Cologne allergies are not are a serious thing. Like, I love how the two teacher dynamics, too. Two oh, my God. Yeah. You had the one guy who just really didn't really care. He was just there. And then you had one who cared. <laughs> yeah. But I remember this one, that one scene on the plane when they're sitting next to each other. And, like... Peter is talking to his teacher, and his teacher was like, yeah, my wife used the blip to leave me. She faked her death to leave That me. killed me. That, oh my god. But because imagine how many lies people told just because of that blip. Didn't it be a romantic comedy called yeah. The Blip? The Blip? That just like, all the regular, everyday people uh-huh. who just like are going through their daily lives dealing with the blip yeah that would be kind Marvel of Studios presents the blip <laughs> <laughs> or no it's yeah Disney Plus and Marvel Studios presents the new series the blip, the blip. <laughs> it's just the five years <laughs> bro imagine five that. seasons one for each year so his wife was gone for five years told, yeah. told him that well technically she's still gone because she's off with another dude because she doesn't want him pretended that she blipped for five years imagine that you just no no because they blip and then he had the funeral for her, the fake funeral, because yeah. he didn't know that she was still alive. <laughs> he paid for the whole thing. And then he, she, he realized that she was with someone else. <laughs> so that was the this, saddest thing in the movie. This man's why. life is chaotic. I also have like this theory where he should be the new villain in Spider-Man 3. Because if you remember, He's been in so many disasters. He, like, the Washington Monument stuff. Oh, yeah. Everything in Far From Home. <laughs> like, his life is not healthy. At all. Like <laughs> He had to also deal with the blip. I think he's going to emotionally, like, or mentally crack. And he should be the villain. What does he teach? What class goes in that many field trips? I don't know. That's a, that that's many a good cool question. That many field trips. That's like, a good question. Not the aquarium or, like, the butterfly Somewhere museum. Local? Yeah, like... Also, they live in New York. There's so much stuff they could do. Exactly. Like but they're like, no, let's go to Washington. Let's go to, let's go to Europe. I was just like, wow, it's rich school to y'all go to. Yeah. How do y'all pay for that with all the tax cuts because of the Avengers blowing stuff up? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tony probably like gave them a lot of money. And yeah. also remember, Nick Fury had an influence. Ah, that's true. That's true. So Nicholas um, Fury. Nicholas Fury. But yeah, so they get to Europe. They do a little bit of touristy stuff. And then, uh, who shows up? Elemental water boy. <laughs> he shows up. And he's like, he's like, I don't know, he doesn't talk, he doesn't say anything. He says, <laughs> splash. He, you know, he ruins the vacation. Peter's like, God damn it. I have to do stuff. I have to work. <laughs> so he puts on, like, this very, um... No, he was, he, he was in his normal clothes. With his masquerade kind of mask. Oh, whatever. yeah. He just threw it on, and it was just hilarious. He's like, no one's gonna recognize your normal clothes. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of Superman, who just like throws on glasses. 
Yeah. And says, I'm not Superman. I'm not. <laughs> but like he was running around on these little, those cool little um poles. What are those called? Just poles? And water. Columns? Oh, oh, those pole things. Yeah, he's yeah. running. I, I love that scene because yeah. I loved in the trailer when he was the little side horizontal view of him running and the water monster, um, Hydro Man, is just like, well, Hydro Man, quote um, unquote, quote, quote unquote, um, running at him just like, and then not really being there. And it was just like a very unique kind of shot. And then also him getting blasted back and hitting it in the wall and him climbing a little tower, you know, state. Catching, catching buildings and like make sure they don't fall on people. That Pretty was much, a cool scene. He was very much like protecting his class because like yeah. of course he's protecting everyone else because he's Spider-Man but whenever he saw his class he kind of took priority and like buildings were trying to drop on them constantly. It was like it was, it was true them. chaos. And it just hated them. Yeah. So he was really protecting them and it was really really dope and he was just like how do you really battle this thing? Yeah. And that was also the first time that Peter meets Mysterio. Yeah. That was their first interaction. Mysterio came out of the blue, flying in like a boss. Just really? Like, and just he took it out. Kind of flew in like how Static Shock flies in. <laughs> the cartoons like, just flying in like with a little But like, it's like, it's like forward. Yeah. He like, he like doesn't fully like lead. Very unique. You know, like he's not, he's not like planked. He's like still like upright. Bro, flies in. Freaking live. I love yeah. that. And then, they go back to the hotel, which is like a shitty hotel they're staying in, and then Nick Fury shows up and like gets mad at Peter for ignoring his calls. And I just I just love Samuel L. Jackson. Bro, he just He's just roasting Peter the entire time and I'm just like, I love it. One of the coolest dudes, like yeah. in acting. Well, obviously. He's just cool. Like I love actors who could just play themselves but not not get annoying. Yeah. That's how he does. Like It's like him, Jeff Goldblum. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I feel like the only time it's annoying is when, like, Chris Pratt does it. No offense. <laughs> but I'm not wrong. <laughs> no, I was like... No comment. <laughs> no comment? Because I, I don't... I, I don't know. Did like, you watch Jurassic World 2? <laughs> I did. I feel like he makes up for it with, like, everything else. He does. With, like, the Guardians movies yeah. and, like, and, like, Parks and Rec. But I, I sat through Jurassic World 2. So you know that I knew that movie's gonna be a flop. Whenever they announced the movie after that movie, before that movie even came out, yeah, they were like, "Oh yeah, the next Jurassic, whatever, whatever, four or whatever is coming out in twenty twenty one." And I was like, "Why would you announce this movie? Yeah, when the third one's not even out yet." That's true. That's just like that just makes me feel like you gotta set up a sequel, and now I'm not excited anymore. It's one of those movies. It's fine. And like, it exists. It's fine. Dinosaurs uh, played out to me, honestly. Played out. Honestly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm tired. Like, I'm tired. You, you gave me a lot of great movies. Like, really not that much. You Just only the dinosaurs. first one. Yeah, not that much you can do with dinosaurs. Like, dinosaurs are cool, but like, unless like, they talk. The good dinosaur. And fight. Oh, man. Imagine like, some Godzilla type dinosaurs right. just scrapping. That's that's what the third one is. That's what the third Jurassic World is. It's gonna have talking dinosaurs. That's where we, it's like Planet of the Apes, but it's Planet of the Dinosaurs. Oh my god. Let's like, write this. Let's, writing let's dinosaurs, talk to them. Bro, and then like, just directed by Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Let's do it. Random dinosaur Please. explosions. But yeah, um, <laughs> that was a random tangent. Very random. But, um, so yeah, Nick Fury comes in. And it's just like, Peter, get off your ass. Because, you know, there was a water monster. There's more of them. There's a fire one. There's a one made out of a tornado. There's a, there's a dirt one. And we need you to stop them. 
because no other Avengers are around. So Nick Fury took Peter to like the little you know makeshift shield base. He met the you know met the crew. Met the crew. You have you have a Robin from uh from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, Colby Smulders. Maria Hill. That's her name. Yeah. Yeah, because I just forget because her character really dope actress. She's dope. I like her in Marvel movies. I wish she did more. Yeah. But because of like. Marvelous does not treat its supporting cast well. I disagree. I feel like some of them, they some of them do. prioritize some, of them. some yeah. than others. Because honestly, I know Ant made it do much, but the way they handle her, I like it. I wish they would have done more. Just because of how integral and important her character is to his, to the, his story. I feel like in later movies, however many Spider-Man they do, I feel like she's going to play a more important role. Because yeah. eventually... I'm not saying they are. They're gonna have to kill off eventually, or some, or, or close to death eventually, something. Cause you you gotta give Peter that like, cause Spider Man he always in situations where like he feels alone a lot and like he has nobody like and, and even and especially when he gets older, it's like his people just get who he cares about just get less and less. Where he's and then when especially at the time when he's like one of the only superheroes, yeah, he's just kind of like become this lonely older dude who's in his late twenties, just like yeah, I'm Spider Man, been doing this for like ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Jake Johnson, in in, in Spider Verse. Exactly, that's he's, literally how Ame died in that one, and then Mary Jane left him. So that's, yeah. <laughs> but he's still loved by everyone. But yeah, it, but he sacrificed love and family and bonds for hero ship to pretty much be the next iron man to be in that this one? here no to like in general that's why i feel like right. i feel like that that's where they might take the story but i don't know they might take it I a different know. route but um, i mean i feel like they are just because of the way they set up what's going to happen in the future yeah with that end credits yeah because aka the best part of the movie everyone everyone knows who he is but let, let's let's yeah. let's build up to that. Yeah, let's build up to that. So yeah, um, Fury comes in, tells him to get off his ass, gives him that special black suit that he has. He's now Night Monkey for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a joke. Night Monkey. It's just like okay, Ned. Whatever. Fuck it. He's a Night Monkey. Yeah. Then he takes out the Elemental with Mysterio. Who we learn is Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And his character's name is Quentin Beck. And then after that, we think it's over. Because Mysterious, like, that was the last one. We saved him. And he explains how, like, the fire one was the most dangerous one who destroyed his Earth. Because he, whenever he touches metal, he gets bigger. And then he gets to the Earth's core and then destroys everything. Yeah. And I think, didn't they say that they had one more left? Like, the fire one was the only one left? Yeah, the fire one was not the last one. And so they said, oh, yeah, we got it. This is the most dangerous one. Like, you know, one yeah. of those kind of arcs, like, oh, if we don't stop him, everything's finished. So, you know, um, they were doing the whole thing, you know, yeah. the vacations. Um, and was this before the bus incident or after? Oh, no, the bus incident was before. Okay. Because so, yeah. Peter got the Tony's glasses as a gift. Yeah. Because, you know, even in death, I'm still the hero. Freaking Tony, Tony Stark. Tony knew. I freaking love that quote. Yeah, eat it. That's it. just such a... Tony Stark's so freaking prideful, and I loved him for it. Yeah. That I love how that was, like, the last quote he left behind. Even in death, I'm, I'm the hero. Yeah. 
but that so it's like it that's one of my problems with the movie just because like tony like even in death it's like tony's like here's a multi-billion dollar thing yeah that i'm giving you for free you don't gotta work for it you don't gotta earn it you gotta he's technically earned it quote unquote yeah but then he's like given this glasses that controls killer drones yeah and he almost kills the asian classmate brad for trying to set him up oh because okay for blackmailing him. yeah blackmail him um taking pictures of him with his pants in the bathroom down. In the with bathroom. some weird spy lady. Yeah, and then he was like, I'm about to blackmail you because I like MJ yeah. and I'm going to use it against you so she won't like you no more. Like, Even though I'm 30 years old in it, real life. And I might get caught with a case. Yeah. I'm still going to do it. So, like, it was very interesting because I was just like, oh, so that's going to be his thing. Yeah, that's going to be, like, his deal for, like, the entire movie. Yeah, he's going to be dude trying to, like, ruin Spider-Man. I honestly thought they could um set it up later where he actually finds out who... Peter is like in a weird way but it doesn't really matter because he's like a character nobody really cares about yeah. so I thought that was going to be one of those things where like he finds out he's Spider-Man but nobody believes him or something like that Yeah. but I'm glad I didn't do that because it would have been funny but it would have like a waste of time but um so what ends up happening like you said Peter you know, knew that this dude had he's the glasses knew he had the text message on his phone about to show MJ so this man set, sets a hit on him yeah. to eat it and he's trying whatever he can to stop it because he was about to literally kill this dude yeah. on accident. And he was like, turn off, turn off, turn off. So this man had to distract the whole class, jump up through the roof. Kill a drone. Kill a drone and fly back in with his hair like all messed up and just saying, hey, I like the new look. And was, I love how everybody just yeah. like, love the hair. Yeah, love the hair. It was just an interesting deal, that one. So, main takeaway, Peter should never have technology Ever. whose trigger words are things like kill hit murder I don't know because remember in the first one it was like do you want to activate kill mode or whatever oh yeah with the, insta kill uh, insta kill yeah he finally used that in he did. game there was a payoff that was the but thing. like but like he can't ever say kill ever no but yeah so he has those glasses and then he meets up with Mysterio after defeating the fire monster and they're having their whole like celebratory drink at the bar. Yeah. And then this is my favorite part of the movie. Because this is the part that I was praying would happen and hope would happen. Because one, I really love Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> and I love it when he just gets to go wacky. So when Peter gives him the glasses, because Peter believes that Jake is the new Iron Man. He's worthy. He's worthy of it. Transfer all control to Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake gets the glasses. And then Peter leaves. And then he proceeds to like, essentially break character and like reveal who he is. And he has like this smile on his face. And then he just goes crazy. And it is my favorite thing in the world. Cause he just jumps up and he just like, He's just like, that wasn't so hard. And he just, it was just my favorite scene. It was like a whole celebration. Yeah, because then you learn how he became the villain and how it all plays out because they're all former Stark employees that were angry at Stark for essentially like stealing their ideas and not giving them credit. I love how Tony Stark 
is connected to like everything. everything. Yeah. I love that. I love that he's the character, the central character. Like he's the sun that we rotate around. Honestly. <laughs> and I love it's that. It's chaotic. But even yeah. Even in death. Even in death. Still he's still the hero. And the villain. Yeah. Because he caused this. Because he called um Quentin Beck's thing Barf. Oh my god. And that Happy. his life's work. Imagine you working on something your whole life. It's your most prized project. And your sponsor calls it barf. Hearing Jake Gyllenhaal say barf dramatically is a cinematic highlight. Just he said he called it barf. I'm just like ah, Jakey. I love Jake. Not not the boy Jake yet. (laughs) Gotta love the boy Jake. And it's funny because they used the clip from Civil War. Civil War. And then they spliced him in. I just love that. I was just like this man Tony really called it barf. Barf hilarious. Yeah. So, and then you even have, like, the dude from Iron Man 1 that oh, uh, Jeff Bridges is like, Tony built this with a box of scraps. In a cave. In a cave. Yeah, and it's that same guy 11 years later. He looked good. He looked good. He didn't look like, he was, like, old and wrinkly. No, him. he looked normal. He looked good. But, you know, makeup and stuff. Makeup. <laughs> I mean, what, it's been 20 years? Wait, hold on. Okay, so you have, you have Iron Man 1 which takes place in 2008. And then Infinity War takes place in 2018. And then five years later, so it's been 15 years in the MC timeline and he looks good. Almost 20 years. Dang, 20 years of looking good. Looking good, yeah, congrats to that guy for like, looking just good. His like skincare plan. Yeah, I don't know if it's makeup or not, but he took care. Congrats, of congrats, my dude. Because some people like in five years look disgusting. Me, <laughs> me. Every five years, <laughs> I'm just like, why do I look like that? Why do I look like that now? Yeah. So we learn, we finally get the reveal that Mysterio is the bad guy, and he instantly becomes my favorite villain in the MCU, just because Jake just gets to be wacky, and that's my favorite type of Jake. Jake Trillenhall. Chilling all, <laughs> bro. Um, I love, I love that. I'm glad they didn't do the whole angle. I thought they're gonna mix it up because Marvel likes to mix stuff up. Yeah, like cinematic universe. I was like, oh, please don't be, actually make this whole universe thing a thing because I don't. Honestly, I love Marvel. I don't think they're ready for the multiverse thing yet. I don't think because there's so much in this universe they gotta, you know, deal they with deal dish, with. dish yeah. out first. Because imagine like you have all this stuff in phase four and phase if there's a there has to be a phase five. There's going to be like a phase like one hundred. Yeah, it's gonna they're gonna going. they're gonna surpass us. Yeah, we're all gonna die, and Marvel's still they, gonna keep going. Oh my god, bro! They're, this is not gonna stop. Imagine, they're not stopping. Imagine like all these characters. Like Nova, um, the new Fantastic Four, new X Men have even been like you know Doctor Doom haven't been like shown yet, and then they're already showing you oh look at these characters in this multiverse wow yeah here's Miles Morales now wow yeah <laughs> imagine that I'll be like so like cheated I'll be like wow now you're gonna have double the movies even though you already have like twenty billion yeah they release three a year. They're probably going to, with that, they're probably going to lose like six a year. No, but they're going to do one every single month. They'll be like, okay, here you go. Here's the regular universe, 161, right? 616. 616. And here's... Everything else. The three movies from the other universes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Spider-Man. They'll have like um, a Spider-Girl. Probably like that funny detective Spider-Man who's like... 
Spider-Man Noir? Like, yeah, Noir Spider-Man, bro. Yeah. Played I, by Nicolas Cage. I feel like Marvel's wacky enough to actually give him a movie. They probably should. <laughs> they should at some point. I, I know they're trying to do um, an Into the Spider-Verse movie. Like, Sony's trying to do that. They're trying to have an Into the Spider-Verse need... like a live action. That's going to be hard. But they want Tom Holland to be, like, in there. But I want Jake Johnson. They want him to be one of the Spider-Man. And I know they want... They're in talks with Tobey Maguire coming back for that too don't like, don't like, say stuff like that don't give me hope no they're don't in, give me they hope. are in talks like they're trying their hardest they're, to get Tom Maguire to be like the older Spider-Man who's like uh, yeah, yeah but Tobey Maguire I don't know what he's up to bro that'd be good because imagine this you have Mom Morales right and then you have the Spider-Man who dies in Tom Holland and then you have Tobey Maguire come back yeah and like looking at his he's like wow I used to be young imagine that yeah (laughs) that would be hilarious that would be a great time but I don't think they'd get there yet I think that's gonna take a minute yeah they got Tom Holland I guess they gotta get older I guess that or I don't know but he's already like in his early 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 20s so yeah they really if they they already skipped five years even though he wasn't part of that <laughs> that part of that, yeah. So technically, he's like twenty five already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He can drink. Whoa, whoa, is that a thing? Can they drink if they got blipped? No. Oh yeah, on the plane. Yeah, on the plane. It's like yeah. he got he got blipped. So during the hotel, um, pretty much, Peter and MJ they go on a little walk because Peter actually had the courage. Finally. To, to like... Because, you know what? You want to um, go they, somewhere? They've been doing this, like, dance, right? Yeah. Of, like, flirty. It's like... MJ's, like, being, like, low-key about whether or not she likes him or not. And Peter's like, I just really like you. But he also isn't telling her. So he finally... They finally have that confronta- confrontation of, like, I think I like you? And then they go on that walk. And during the walk, he pretty much... She says, you're Spider-Man, because he was talking, he was trying to, like, say that he liked her and different stuff like that. Yeah. And then he had to, like, battle back the whole Spider-Man thing, and then she kind of knew it was kind of too late for him to explain, and then the whole shebang, boom, he had to tell her, yeah, I am Spider-Man. And then The it, whole shebang? It came out You mean that, the reveal that, yeah. that Peter, that MJ has, like, a piece of the drone that has the projection on it? It came out that MJ just went on a whim of a guess. She is... She- and it, Peter, he do. He really. If he would have just said no, she probably would like deny. Been like, oh yeah. She was cool. about to literally believe him. Yeah, and then he said, oh yeah, okay, I am Spider Man. She's like, wow, really? And then he, like, I he, just guessed. Yeah, he was just like, ah, oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> but um, she had a little piece of a drone, and whenever they dropped the drone or did whatever thing they did to it, it turned on. It turned on to the little air, um, air elemental, and they were like, oh my gosh. Um, oh my god, that's stark CGI. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they said, what the heck? I was just like, ah oh, man. Oh man. They, he on him. His spider senses was tingling. Peter, Peter Tingle. <laughs> Peter Tingle Tingle. So after that, they were like, they were really into the, like, you know, the whole investigative mode. Like, yeah. what's going on? Who's the, the Who's the real? But I think he really did question Beck instantly. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Peter was all like, it has something to do with Beck. Yeah. Because, like, he instantly was just, like... They, cause I thought they would, like, waste time on, like, investigate, okay, who did this, who that. But, like, Peter pretty much connected the dots very fast. Yeah. Because it was honestly... No, because like, it showed back. Ah, that's true. That's true. That's true. It showed back. he knew. Back. Yeah, he was just like... 
Mysterio. Mysterio. Oh no! What did I do? And so he um, he goes to to Fury, who he thinks is actually Fury. But then we realize it's all an illusion. And probably my other favorite moment in this movie was the first Mysterio illusion. Oh. Where he transformed like the buildings and like everything into like a dark hallway and he's like Spider-Man's like falling I love and that. like all that stuff that's happening and the dead Iron Man coming back to life and you see his face oh yeah that that like he I showed think, the tombstone too yeah I think that Anthony Stark it this movie fixes a lot of problems that I have with the MCU in terms of like the way that they stage and execute their action sequences because this one has easily one of the best in the entire franchise CGI? CGI battles, everything. Like, one of just the I best fight scenes in the whole franchise. I feel like Spider-Man, like, whenever, just his whole character, the whole way that character carries himself, you have to be on your A-game for you really have special to. effects because that character's so unique, like, especially from the original three Spider-Man movies, where Spider-Man... They really knew how to do it. Spider-Man was doing all the weaving things, and even the smallest little bit of, like, material, he was, like, moving past it and showed him grab it, showed how he moved around it. Yeah. And, like, I can't wait to, like, they do even more detailed stuff with Tom Holland like that because, of uh-huh. course, he's still learning how to be the best Spider-Man right now. Yeah. Um... Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man kind of cut on very fast and yeah. already like phenomenal at it. So um, I can't wait to do that because they're slowly getting there, slowly getting there, all this stuff. And I'm really excited because... But also it shows how like the filmmaking team behind the camera have really grown and developed as like creators. Because I think in Homecoming, it probably is one of my least favorite Spider-Man movies in terms of the way that he's visually portrayed because I think it wasn't very interesting or new or fresh in any way like you can like shit on the amazing Spider-Man movies and stuff like that but like if you look at like the opening 10 minutes of Amazing Spider-Man 2 like that was just so exciting to watch because he's just swinging through the city and it is probably one of the most exciting segments in that film but then in like Homecoming nothing's ever like really grabbing you or personally for me, I never felt like I was seeing anything interesting or new. But with Far From Home, with the whole Mysterio stuff, I was just like, no, this is awesome. Like both that and the final fight scene were just completely well done. Yeah, it was very unique how they utilized um, a lot of the environment. Like whenever you figured out there were drones, like so pretty much the holograms were these the little either drones that came from space from the little satellite that Tony Stark had set up. Um, he just had a whole ass satellite, he had like just like so much, just, like that was well, not his first satellite. When did he build that? When did he have time to build that? <laughs> he had five years. Well, did you think he built that in the five years? Probably. Because because that's he, five whole years. Because if he didn't build that in the five years, I was really confused on when. Because like, why did he use it earlier? Dude figured out time travel in like a day. Yeah, because like. <laughs> He could have probably that, built that, that in an hour. That either thing also made me realize, like, why didn't he use it against Thanos at any point? Even, like, in the final battle of Endgame, why did he use Edith or something? Well, because Edith is not, like, it doesn't seem like a type of technology that would do a lot of damage. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you have, like, it shoots guns and stuff. Yeah. But, like, Tony had, like, whole-ass lasers yes, and, sure. like, knives and shit. And, like, he tried to kill Thanos... And that didn't work. 
What so, about Thanos' army? Like that could have honestly could have done something. It could have just flown through and just blown him to bits. Yeah, that would have helped. But he just no, he didn't want to do it. I really love that battle sequence. The battle sequence and then um, how Peter had to fly into like the. Fusion elemental storm. Yeah, fusioned elemental, and everybody's just like, yeah. "Oh my god, what's going on?" It was a beautiful, of course, Spider-Man. I love how Tom Holland Spider-Man swings under bridges. Yeah, it's very unique. I love like because you always get that cool shot of him going, his like butt's nearly touching the water, like his foot just skids. The yeah, water. I love that. I was like, it's just beautiful every time. Yeah. So he's going, you know, battle mode. He built his suit also. This takes place after the first Mysterio attack. Yeah. Where Peter gets essentially annihilated by a train. Just, bro. Just, that, his body should have been broke. Yeah, like, he had that spider metabolism, bro. <laughs> that metabolism, instant heal. When he was in the, like, the building the suit, when Happy showed him and he played the Iron Man 1 music. The, bro. I don't know, that one, ACDC song? ACDC, yeah. I was, like, nostalgic. I was, like, I love this. Like, the whole, him building. Yeah. And they had, like, um one of those Easter egg suits from... This actual Spider-Man PS4 video game. It was yeah, like you scroll through. He scroll throughs, and he sees all the different variations of the suits. And I was just like, bro, bro. One I of these days. really hope they really have him just out there in different suits all the time. Just we're going out yeah. there. That would be very cool. Uh, I I love and hate that scene at the same time, because like I love everything that Happy does. Yeah. Where he's always like, Tony wouldn't have done what he did if he didn't know that you were up to to be who you are now mm. to be Spider-Man but also at the same time I hate how little Peter has to do like he doesn't have to struggle that much at all to like really do anything because like he was stuck in a different country in a prison cell <laughs> that he broke out of and the first thing he does is call a rich friend with a private jet because I was reading this article from uh, Vox that was essentially describing how the MCU version of Spider-Man is essentially like a tech bro, almost. Yeah. Because he doesn't really have to struggle. Because like, the character has been, this has defined as like, very class conscious. So he's like, you know, like a working class struggling boy. Because I remember in the original Sam Raimi trilogy, he can never pay his rent. At all. At all, ever. And he's like living in a shitty apartment. Everything he does is like, it's a struggle. That's that's where I feel like Tom Holland's Spider-Man should end up. Cause he I just like, constantly struggle, financially and emotionally. Yeah. But yeah, I just felt like it's weird how much they've shifted his character to turn into like, oh, he's just this um, guy that can just call on his rich friends. Yeah. Yeah. But besides that, like, I still love the moment. Like, it worked in what they're trying to do. I just wish that they would get to that point where he does have to, like, really not rely on that and do what he has to do. Yeah, because, um, I, like you said, I really want that Spider-Man where he has to figure it out yeah. on his own. Like, no extraterrestrial help, no extreme no genius. Tony, Tony no Tony, no Stark Industries. Like, because that's how Spider-Man does. Like, the only, like, reason... Um, I love how they gave Tony gave him his first suit, and that alone should have been his blueprint for how he make he makes his suit yeah. in the future. Instead of having like a whole like plane with a secret yeah. compartment that has a design station. Yeah, I'd have been like, okay, if Tony, Peter hung his suit up, 
and was just like feeling it like you know feeling the fabric feeling yeah. like the textures and just like okay that's how I can build another suit and like you know testing it like his his suit is like rip proof or whatever it does yeah like a, there's a lot of things that he can do with it but I kind of miss the when the rip could break when the suit could like rip and break yeah, I always because, thought that was fun because like of course they're not going to break it now because you know it's a Tony design Tony yeah. they'll make stuff that messes up but like I would love it because it's just like that was a thing that I missed from like the Sam Raimi films that I wish they brought forward just because it's like it like really creates more tension in my opinion yeah when you see his face ripping out the suit yeah or like his like or just chunks of his suit just ripped off you're just like this guy's taking damage this yeah. guy's like really feeling it he's getting his butt whopped yeah like that's the thing with like some of the superhero stuff nowadays it's like I don't fully believe that like they're getting injured <laughs> Cause I'm just like I'm just like whole ass buildings can fall on you. And it's like Tony got a moon hit him. Bro, he got hit with a whole moon. Yeah, and was good. He yeah. The only time he wasn't good was when he was stabbed. One like when Drax survived that moon, I was like, okay. I was like, someone needs to bleed. Someone had to die. Someone this man threw a moon at y'all from the yeah. the space. So I wish they were better about that. But still, even though like. They didn't go down that route. I still think it's a great sequence in Far From Home. Yeah. That final fight scene. Just because it's, like, how creative he got. Because, like, when he jumped into that cloud and you got to see all the drones and the way he took them out by, like, webbing all them up and then just zapping them. I was just like, that's what I want. Like, that ingenuity of him coming up with that. Like, that's not... Yeah, like someone he, telling him how to do that that's him figuring it out being on his toes like okay yeah. this is the villain I have to fight what suit can I use to really yeah. help me in this like that's, how do I take him out yeah and I love how um, he f- went flew into battle mode he's just like oh snap um, me, let me see if I can fly into this thing yeah and you see all like the millions of little drones yeah that's what I'm talking about doing that little thing I was yeah. just like I love that it was just cool cause they're like working first of all that was a cool like just staring at it yeah that was a cool like thing to look at because it was just like you see the like all the colors and things like that and like the way that does the, the the drones are positioned and just yeah. how they operate i was just like oh that's that like has an interesting visual feel to it they were like little, little worker drones just yeah like doing a little just little projection things at a certain angle that they needed to and when he took it out took pieces of it out like a big chunk of that people thought it was drones like people, I guess people are less scared, but still, like, it's still drones. I would still yeah. be terrified if I was a regular dude. But um, I, I mean, it's 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 twenty twenty three. Yeah. So, I mean, we're already scared of drones now. Yeah, like in twenty nineteen. If I was them, I would be scared of nobody. You literally survived Thanos. Yeah. Like, what are you fearing at this point? You yeah. you you survived the Mad Mad Titan. He's, I'd be like, man, some drones. Okay. Some drones. Well, literally, we know the God of Thunder. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, um, he then proceeds to like jump into the the bridge that um, in London, and he's gonna start fighting Mysterio, and the dude's in like this like mocap suit, and that's like my favorite reveal that he just got to wear a mocap suit. <laughs> like, like his costume isn't real. It's just a mocap thing. And he only puts on the costume when he has to like meet people. Yeah. He said, and he was a quick joke in there. He said, "If I meet the queen or whatever, I'm you gotta, you gotta steam it. You, you gotta, gotta steam, steam that cape." He said, "The cape ready?" Yeah. I might meet the queen later today. Was... Essentially, that was the like that final moment, that entire sequence. I just kept thinking about the Incredibles mm. because his entire 
plan is almost essentially just Syndrome from The Incredibles. Oh, that is. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm gonna create a fake disaster and then take it out, and I'm gonna look like the hero. Bro, that, that's crazy. That is so true. Yeah, I kept just thinking about The Incredibles. What if they did jock The Incredibles in this movie? They almost did. <laughs> <laughs> they almost did. The base of all superhero movies, The yeah, Incredibles. Incredibles. I mean, he even had the cape. Bro. He had the cape and everything. Mysterio. <laughs> Mysterio. Out here pulling, pulling a syndrome from Incredibles. <laughs> Bro, how did you um, like the ending of this movie? Like I, the little um, trick that Mysterio did. I, so, so Peter's able to take him out using his Peter Tingle. Yeah. Because he's like closing his eyes and doing like ninja shit and like takes out Mysterio. And then, you know, he finally kisses MJ and whatever. And then we get hit them on that date where they swing through New York, which is that first post-credit scene. Yeah. 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 And then it's revealed in probably the best reveal of the movie that uh, Peter's identity is revealed to the world via the only iconic person that could have done it. Mysterio. No. Oh, it was Mysterio. It was Mysterio, but who played the video? Ah, yeah, who played the video? The boy, the, the Daily boy, Bugle. The Daily Bugle boy himself. Jameson Jameson. <laughs> reprised by J.K. Simmons himself. But that made me so freaking happy. I sat up in my chair and I was so happy. I was like, I don't see anybody else playing that. You like, can't. Even in the Spider-Man PS4 video game, they had him back. No, they didn't. That wasn't him. It sounded like him. It sounded, it sounded a lot like him, but it's not him. I feel like he's the... Um, He's the only person that you could do it. If people want to play it, even in cartoons, he's the base. He's like, the base. You got to study him, yeah. whatever he does, because he plays it so perfectly. And I love how they, like, because, you know, it's 2019. Magazines, well, in them, 2023. So, so newspapers really aren't in style. Yeah. Technology and their videos and stuff are. So he's kind of did, like, a very, um... What's that dude's name? That? Alex Jones. Alex Jones. He's pulling an Alex Jones. Like a Spider-Man, an evil, evil blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he's like sitting in that chair all angry. And I'm just like, oh, I missed you And I so love much. how um, he, in the end of the movie, um, whenever Peter said, like, what the heck? What the, what's it's the like, oh, shit. Oh, sh- yeah, it's the same thing that Aunt May said whenever she saw yeah, him being Spider-Man. She's like, yeah. what the? <laughs> that's how both movies end. They just have, that's the only way it can end. What if that's how, like, all of them just end? Yeah. Always the what's the third one? Like, it's like, I don't know, someone's dying or someone <laughs> dies, and he's like, holy, and then it just cuts. What the? <laughs> <laughs> or no, no, the third one could be, like, a multiverse window opens, and Ooh. he's like, holy, and it just cuts. Bro, what if the third That's one? how they do the multiverse. Bro, you think it's gonna be um because of see DC multiverse is so easy to explain because all you gotta do is use the flash. Yeah. The flash makes like these that's how DC And goes. also also with DC, they only have fifty-two parallel universes. Yes. Instead of Marvel, which they just create new ones every single time they need a new one. Like literally DC is so easy to explain because you're just like, oh, multiverse opened because the Flash did some dumb stuff. He and he opened up the multiverse. He tried to save his mom again. He, uh, bro, Flash dummy. messed something up with time. Every time he tries to save somebody, he's like, oh no. He said someone died. Let me run back in time and stop let it. Me, let me save them. And then it and changes it, like 
Um, I I know in like Arrow, he gave someone who had a daughter it changed to a son yeah. because he messed up time, and I was like, oh, wow, wow! <laughs> I said, oh my god, he changed the whole kid's gender. <laughs> I was like, wow! I said, and like the dude was big mad. He said, we wanted, you know how mad we wanted a daughter. Yeah, I was like, dang, that's sad. But like, that's you have a yeah. son now. It's like, yeah, lovely. That was like the movie about time. Did you see that with uh, with uh, Donald Gleason? And right. uh, Rachel McAdams. I have not seen Oh, that. I haven't seen it either. Is it called About Time? Yeah, it's called About Time. Wow. Because the dude, like, he goes into the closet and, like, shuts his eyes and, like, looks like he takes a shit. And then he just transports back in time. <laughs> That's how he does it. How do you feel about the second post credit scene where you see that um, the two Nick Fury and oh, that was... his partner were not... They were really scrolls, and the real Nick Fury was in space on with a spaceship scrolls. with scrolls. Some people are saying that that what he's on is sword. Yeah, like how shield, you know, protect the earth and stuff. Sword, sword takes the, the fight galactic. to like Galactus, like Level. beings yeah. and stuff. Galactic beings. I didn't mean to say Galactus. Gal- Not Galactus. I said Galactus because let's be honest. That's my guess. If you don't have a guess, let me know your your guess. My he's guess for the one next, of these days. My guess for the big bad for this. New phase. arc. This arc. The Galactus, Galactus saga. It has to be. For these next three um, phases, because, you know, it was phase one, two, and three for... The Infinity Thanos, Saga. For Thanos. Yeah. For this saga, it has to be Galactus, because I feel like you need for, you don't just need someone who's bad. You need someone who's a popular name who's bad. Like who, He's not that popular. He Galactus. He's is Galactus, like, but, like, he's popular, he's popular amongst comic circles. Thanos is, like, one of the most popular. Yeah, but, like, but like, how many people heard of Thanos before that first Avengers movie? Compared to, like, after that first Avengers movie, everyone's like, Thanos. I feel like a lot of people knew Thanos, because, like, you know, the whole Infinity Saga was, like, one of the most popular sagas. Yeah, like, but it's Thanos. not. I'm saying, like, general audiences. Mm. Not, like, not, like, comic book yeah. readers. But I feel like general audiences will actually know Galactus. Mm. Galactus, I think like, maybe nowadays. Been in X Men comics. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's a major Fantastic Four villain. Yeah, I feel like Galactus. Like, I barely even. I know a lot about Galactus now, but when I was younger, I just knew his name. I was just like, he sounds important. He like, sounds insane. Yeah, like he's just that one dude with the helmet. Like, yeah. Do you see the helmet? You know. You know. You know. They also need like a really iconic like actor to play that. That's like the only thing they can do. If they don't get, like, someone, like, iconic to do it, then it's, like, what's the point, you know? Bro, they should get, uh, this is my galactic guess. <laughs> nah, I was about to joke around and say Liam Neeson. No. Hey, <laughs> why not? Why not? Um, he was, he fought Batman. He's Qui-Gon Jinn. Who would we, I don't know. I feel like Galactus has to have an accent. He has to have an accent? I don't know, like, a British accent. British? I feel like. He's British. I feel He's an evil British person. I noticed that, like, all aliens are like British they always give hold them on. that like English Australian type accent the only wait hold on hold on hold on <laughs> you have Josh Brolin yeah he's American yeah he's an alien but like mo- I'm talking about like, not even just Marvel like in most okay. like movie cases they always have like an English kind of accent actor? I'm like is why is that I don't know I or guess... they have like an Africanish accent <laughs> I guess I guess it's cause as like Americans, we just have this idea that like if you have a British accent, you just sound smarter. <laughs> so that's why they give aliens accents. That's what's so funny. <laughs> um, but okay, um, back to what we were saying. <laughs> um, 
but that final post credit scene, it like, I thought it was interesting. I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to get at. Like, they're probably getting at S.W.O.R.D., but, um... I feel like they're, they're trying to show us that, because, you know, S.W.O.R.D., Celestia and stuff on their main villains who they take care of, like, big space bads. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that alone is why my early guess for Galactus is, like... Because think about all the Celestials. Who... He, he... To me, I feel like he's the most popular Celestial. Yeah. Like... I feel like this is building towards, because think about it. I mean... The whole... Especially, you're bringing in Fantastic Four. You're bringing in... Um, Doctor Mo- Doom. Yeah, Doctor Doom. So, I'm guessing you bring them in. Silver. If you see Silver Surfer, you already know. Yeah. I feel like just get the characters they're introducing, mm-hmm. it's going to be Galactus. It has to be. Yeah, I feel like it has to be. Yeah. So let us know what you guys think. Do you guys think it's going to be Galactus? Like, let us know in, on Twitter, you know, social media. Hit us up. Let us know if you guys think who the next big bad is. That's the question I want to leave you with. Who will be yeah. carrying the series? Who's the new big overarching bad of the MCU going forward <laughs> for the next phase? Is it Galactus or is it Thanos from another universe? <laughs> Multiverse. Yeah. Imagine 2013 that. Thanos what instead they, of 2014 what Thanos. What if they did that? They just brought a Thanos from another, like, universe and then... I would just like. I would be mad. I'd give up. I'd be like, why? I I would give up. <laughs> and what if it was like the stones again? Like they do. Like, the oh god. I'd be like, oh my. I god. feel like, I feel like they would bring that back, and like, but it's not the villain taking it. Yeah. It would just be like the heroes trying to control it and use it against the villain. Bro, like, Galactus. I feel like, first of all, one question is like. I want to know how they would pull that off because, you know, Galactus can be, like, planet-sized. Yeah. They could do it. I want to know how, like, fighting him pulled off. Like, I know, of course, you're not going to have, like, a fist fight with him. That wouldn't I mean, logically bet, make sense. Bet Thor? Thor? <coughs> bet. Thor would. Thor, Thor would run, run up on him. Hulk would run up on him. I know they would. No, well, Hulk, not, not, not anymore. Not anymore. Um, Captain Marvel would run up on him. Yeah. Um, All of them would fist they, fight him. They would try, um... <laughs> Thor would be, like... Bet I can I can fight him I can fist fight. Him. And then if Adam Warlock probably gonna run up on him too. I don't know if that's his character though. His character is a little more calculated, I think. Adam Warlock. Yeah. But Adam Warlock, whenever it comes to stuff that he's like, a powerful character, but yeah. he's not. I feel like he's calculated. He wouldn't just go. He wouldn't pull a Thor and just go. Yeah, and, like, he wouldn't run it. He would. Him. He would decide. He would still fight him. Yeah. He wouldn't just like not let him. You know, let him go because Adam Warlock. He only like helps when it's like he's kind of like what Captain Marvel is doing right now. Yeah. Don't call he her comes in. unless, like, everything is, like, in danger. Yeah. Unless and the whole world is just about to die. So I feel like once Captain, once um, Adam Warlock introduced um, rumors that Zac Efron is the first person they're talking to about that. That's a weird choice, but okay. Bro, the little fan art, not that bad. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I don't care who gets cast as Yeah. Who. I'm just like, that's an interesting choice. Because Adam Warlock, I expect him to talk with, like, a one of those voices that have, like, the... Echo like tinge to it, yeah, yeah. I, the, the cool effect on his voice, anyway. So yeah. I feel like, it, as long as he looks cool, it's fine. Yeah. So like, I feel like once they introduce him, it might be like one or two movies, and then um, it probably is Guardians Three. Yeah. They teased it at Guardians Two, and then they go so. show him like in maybe some other movies. But I feel like he's gonna be one of those characters like Captain Marvel, who like she's gonna go do her own thing, mm-hmm. like he's gonna go do his own in thing. her sequel movie, and then whenever like Avengers movies come around. They could be like, where's Adam Warlock? Yeah. Oh, he's not here right now. Maybe they might pull that joke every now and then. Yeah. And yeah. Because imagine like Captain Marvel and like 
coming at eight every single time. I don't even think they're gonna do that. Like, no, I doubt she's, she's gonna be she's gonna be a, a main team member in the next one. Now let's leave them with one question. Another one, actually. Okay. What do you think the base of the next Marvel movie is gonna be? My guess. What do you mean? Like, what do you think, like, the whole title of the next one, or, like, what? Is, who's the villain in the next one? Not the big bad villain, because we're discussed, oh, like, okay. the big bad for the whole, like, saga. Okay. Who, like, the next Avengers movie, not Marvel, I said Marvel, my bad. Next Avengers movie. Okay. Who, what, what do you think it's going to be about? It is going to be about, it's, first of all, it's going to be called New Avengers. Mm-hmm. Just bet, bet right now. It's going to yeah. be called The New Avengers. And it's going to consist of Ant-Man the Wasp. Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, and maybe Spider-Man. And who are they, who are, who are they fighting? And I think it's going to be Doctor Doom. Boom. Because I, cause like they, they can't have it be a big-scale villain. Yeah. Because if they do a big-scale villain, that's going to be a waste. That's true. And it's also going to take too long for them to have to set that up and also like do the work to develop that character. But if, like say, Doctor Doom was like in a Fantastic Four movie... But he, like, lived. Because some of these villains live. Because, like, I don't know. It just depends on the film. They either live or they die. Yeah. And I think... Because, like, in the first Avengers movie, it was Loki. And I think since they're not doing, like, gods and stuff like that anymore right now, I think they're going to... I think they're going to do, like, a Doctor Doom character. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to... The main film is going to tackle, like, does the world need Avengers anymore Mm -hmm. after Endgame? It's also gonna have to deal with like what this new team represents because it's so drastically different from the old team. And do we trust them? Do we trust them? And also how they function as a team and they question whether or not they should be a team, you know? So it's just, I don't know. There's a lot to talk about in my movie. My guess. um, Oh, also, sorry, real quick. Their new base is also gonna be in Wakanda. Bet. That'd be so dope. Because it makes sense. Because if Black Panther's on the team, like, what country is going to want to house them? Like, the U.S. did it, and it's kind of a clusterfuck. Yeah. And then, like, other countries don't really have a superhero presence. And then you have Wakanda, who is essentially a whole city built for superheroes. And it makes sense because their leader is a hero. So I don't think it's Black Panther, though. He's too busy running the country. Yeah. No, but saying like, he'll allow it because he's... He's the king. a leader, so yeah. they can't really tell him no. I feel like the leader would have to be, like, someone else. It would, just because, like, Black Panther would be, like, the VP. I feel like Shuri's about to be leader. Shuri? Yeah. Of the Avengers? I feel like she's about to be, like, not leader of the Avengers. I feel like they're leaning towards Captain Marvel, because based, based, um, based on things that Captain Feige's been saying, yeah. they're saying that, like, the more the leader, like, because, you know, everybody's trying to find that Captain America replacement. I feel uh-huh. like the two leaders are going to be Falcon. I'm, I call him Captain Falcon. No, I think, because Falcon is doing, like, the TV show thing. Yeah. I think they're not going to have him show up in the movies till like, later. This Because, like, if you're taking up the new Cap role, you've got to be in the movies. Yeah. You've got to be. I feel like it's going to be him, um, War Machine, and, of course, when Captain Marvel comes around, she has to be, like, a leader role because... I feel like she's got to come back to Earth. Yeah. Since, like, whatever the next phase is, it's going to deal more with, like, interplanetary stuff. I think she's going to come back to Earth. Here's my guess for the, like, um, next Avengers movie. Um, it's not going to be for a while. 
because he got a lot of stuff. Oh, it's going to be a minute. Yeah, it's going to be a minute. And my guess is Secret Wars. That's too big. I feel like they can do it. That's, that's like, which one, though? Like, the, the one where Doctor Doom essentially taps into magic and becomes a god and, like, shoves all the multiverses into one world? No, not that one. <laughs> I'm talking about the one where... Oh, the um, scroll. The scroll. Okay, okay. That's the one I'm talking about. Where it's but, like people are faking being people. Bro, that is, I feel like they're going to pull it off. Especially when I saw all them dang scrolls. Mm-hmm. I, and I feel like, because they're talking about like, oh. Who's but gonna, they're not evil. Yeah, who's going to be the evil scrolls? But like, I honestly believe that they need to turn our boy evil. Like the, that main scroll. Oh, Ta- Talos? Yeah. Because who else could, like, really give that arc well, besides him? There's other factions of scrolls. Yeah. Like, it's it's set up in, like, the comics that there's not just one group of scrolls. Like, Talos probably, like, is the leader of one group, but there's other groups of scrolls out there that are being led by other factions and leaders. So it could be, like, some other new evil group of scrolls. Yeah. Bruh, I just can't wait for that. I hope yeah. they do something like that. But anyways, guys. Who do you think is going to be in the new roster of the Avengers? Boom. Who do you think is going to be the big, the next overarching big bad Boom. of the franchise going forward since Thanos is gone? Biggity boom. Yeah. And what did you think of Far From Home? Let us know on social media. You know, we're on Twitter at Film Rose The World Podcast. Click. Yeah. Click Follow it. us on Twitter, too. You know, yeah. you log into your, um, your phone. Maybe your tablet, if you have one of those. Um, I have one of those. I watch. No, Apple Watch. <laughs> Can you Twitter on Apple Watch? Can you? I don't know. I don't see why not. I don't know. Um, if you're a Twitter fiend, get on your laptop. Get on your phone. Get on anything. Your Xbox, if that's a thing. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh my god. <laughs> like you're like you're like killing people in like Call of Duty or some shit, and you're just like popping up a side screen that has Twitter. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. Just hit no scope this guy. I can't believe she did that. (laughs) But anyways, guys, we'll check back in with you later. Check out. This has been another episode of the Film with the World Podcast. Yeah. Again, it's your boy French Kevin Lee K. I'm Johnson Van. And we out. We out.